0: Welcome to the Moonlight of Emuna, Parshas Miketz. This week's learning should be aschos for a full shleim for Chanam Ashba's Vilchesh Shmuel Shazan, Bechav Chavam and Achmorcha Ben Ophira, Ben Yehudis, and Lilanishmas, Ishmas Henny Bas and Ratzas Mendel. So uh, Parshas Miketz were coming off of Hanukkah. Usually Parshas Mikates is Shabbos Hanukkah, but this year uh, we will go from Hanukkah right into Parashas Mikates. And we know that Hanukkah, one of the ideas of Hanukkah, one of the themes of Hanukkah is Hanukkah takes place in the darkest part of the year. It's the time of the year where the night is the longest, is, there's the most darkness, and Hanukkah is the light in that darkness, which represents the, the geula. We start to see in the, in, the, in, the, in the depths of the darkness, we start to see a drop of light, a bit of light, and it pushes Away, so much darkness. So the, the theme of Hanukkah is to start is to see that that the, even in the darkest moments of our lives, there is light. There is light, and Hashem is there with us, and 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 continuing with us. And that theme, uh, that theme, continues into Parshas Miketz because we know here's Yosef Atzadik. Yosef HaTzadik, who was ripped away from his family, was sold into slavery, and now he's sitting in prison for twelve years. He's sitting in prison for twelve years. And Bederachateva, through the means of nature, there seems to be no hope. How is he ever gonna get out of here? He was thrown in here, he was thrown here by Potiphar by one of the one of the king's highest ministers. And what chance does he have to get out of here? There's no it seems like a hopeless situation for Yosef. It appears that he's gonna be stuck like this for the rest of his life. And then we come to this week's parsha, Parsha's Miketz, and the parsha opens, v'hi miket sh'nasayim yom, it was after two years, it was two years after the dream of the sar hamashkim and the sar oifim, who pari choylem, and pari dreams. And the Orachayim tells us on this, on these words, pari choylem, the Archaim HaKadosh says that Paroi, say, he says uh, that, that for two years Paroi had this dream every night. He didn't realize what he was dreaming. He didn't remember it. After these two years, he, he dreamed, he dreamt again, and he remembered the dream. Meaning, now that it came time for Yosef to go out of his his, golus, out, of his out of his prison, Pari has this dream every day for two years, right? And we know what Chazal tells us, or Rashi brings down, that that Yosef. And we spoke about last week that Yosef really should have con- come out of prison after 10 years, but because he asked the Saramashkim to remember him, he was punished with another two years. So now Pari has this dream every day for two years, meaning the the geula of Yosef is sitting there ready to be had. Every single night, Pari is having this dream for two years, as Erechaim HaKadosh tells us. Which means that at any moment, Pari could wake up and remember. The geula is waiting there. And when the time finally comes, whatever the cheshbin is, whatever, whatever Yosef had to be punished for, but whatever the cheshbin is, when the time comes, comes, immediately Pari remembers that dream, and now the, the the redemption is set in motion. So Yosef's in this helpless position. For 12 years, it looks like there's no hope. And suddenly when the time comes, as soon as the moment that Hashem wants to take him out of there, everything is prepared and everything comes about. This explains the Tosharebi. The Tosharebi says that a person has to know that this is the same is true in all of our lives. everybody has difficulties in their lives. Everybody has individual things that they that they're dealing with. And this very often it seems helpless. Hopeless. Not help we feel helpless and it seems hopeless. Right? We 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 don't see any 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 way out of this situation. Right? We know whether it's with somebody's Parnasso or with his children or with his health. We don't see any type of way, any type of way to get out of the darkness. We don't see any of the Hanukkah light in the darkness. And if one was in a Yosef type of situation, or any situations that we have in our lives that we've been hoping for Yeshua for so long, and it doesn't seem to be coming, coming through, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem to be any hope. Yet, suddenly Hashem, without, when we, when we don't, we don't expect it to come, and it's, and we, it, Hashem brings about the Yeshua. All of a sudden, there's a Yeshua that comes, one that we didn't realize, and yet it was there all along. Pari's dreaming this dream for two years. And in a matter of minutes, Yosef is raised up from the lowest prison, to, from the darkest place in Mitzrayim, to be the second in command to the king. That's this whole Parsha, the second in command to the king. And for whatever reason, this was the decision in Shemayim that it had to be after 12 years. Yosef, during those 12 years, couldn't have made it come any earlier. But he never gave up hope. Yosef never gave up hope and he always davened to Hashem and he always continued. And we have to remember that in our lives, that even when a person's going through some difficulty for, for a long time, we, have to, we don't see any, any spark of a Yeshua. We don't see any kind, of, any kind of hope. We have to know and we have to believe. We have to have a munah, that it can happen at any moment. That Hashem never abandons us. And when the time comes for our Yeshua, for whatever reason we have to go through this thing, but when the time comes for our Yeshua, so Hashem has all kinds of different ways to bring that about. And and at that moment we go from the darkness to the fully lit Hanukkah candles. And very often, as we'll see in a minute, it comes about in a way that we didn't expect. We tried one thing, and in a completely different way, our Yeshua, our salvation, comes. And and says the Rebbe, he adds that there's a Gemara. The Gemara in uh, in in Megillah, on Daf Yud Zion, is explaining the order of the brachas in Shemon And the Gemara asks on the bracha of Gael Yisrael that we say in the bracha. The Gemara asks, why is that the seventh bracha, right? So the Gemara says, Uma roi, roi ge'ula why does it, why did they put that as the seventh bracha? So Amarav. Rabbi says because we're going to be uh, redeemed in the seventh year of a cycle, the seventh year of a cycle of uh, the Rishonim explain of difficulties for Klal Yisrael. Therefore, it was done in the seventh as the seventh bracha. And Rashi points out over there um, that really this bracha of Gael Yisrael is not talking about the ghoul of Klal Those brachas, those brachas come later. In Baina Yerushalayim and David, that's really the Brah's talking about Mashiach and the ultimate Geula of the Jewish people. So Rashi says, gula, lav gula even though this is not talking about this bracha of Gol Yisrael is not talking about the national redemption of the Jewish people. Min rather it's referring to personal redemption of the of the difficulties and the and the and the uh, darkness and the and the exiles, the personal exiles in our lives. Um Says Rashi, but since it has the name of Galus Gula on it, so we so it it's it's in the seventh bracha. So that bracha of go, Goel Yisrael is referring to our own personal exiles and redemptions that we go through difficult exiles in our personal lives and we're redeemed from them. So, points out to Tasha Rebbe that we still we make the bracha Goel Yisrael, the one who redeems the Jewish people in present tense. We don't say it in past tense or in future tense. We say it in present tense because. because we recognize, what we're recognizing is that Hashem is redeeming us every single day, both on a national level and on a personal level, but we have redemptions um, every single day, And, and he says that we we make this bracha with Hashem's name, and we make it three times a day. Right, we say it in all three shemunah Ashrays. Why? How can we do that? How do we say it with Hashem's name in present tense three times a day? Where do we see this gula? What if I'm sitting, still sitting in this difficult situation of mine? Where do I see this gula? So he says it's because we are we believe with emuna shalema we know with emuna shalema that even in the most the darkest moments of our life, in the in the winter months when it's the darkest, right? That Hakadosh Baruch Hu is still still working on the Geula he's making he's creating the guula for us from all of our tzaras, and in and and in the Tzar that I'm dealing with in the suffering or in the difficulty that I'm dealing with Hashem is already orchestrating my redemption to take us out from the darkness to the fully lit Hanukkah that's taking us into Parshat Miketz this week both on a national level and, and, a, and a personal level we know we're going through a difficult time on a national level is at war we're, 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 we're hearing news of soldiers being killed there should be no more of those we're hearing difficult situations in Eretz Yisrael and everybody in their personal lives. There are difficult things going on. But we have to know that even through these difficulties we still say, Go El Yisrael, that Hashem is redeeming us presently. Even though we don't see it. Just like Yosef didn't see it for those 12 years, but Yosef always believed that it was happening right now. In the darkest night, the nights of the year, we light the Hanukkah candles because the light is in that darkness. We have to see that. We have to know that. We have to see, just like those last two years of prison, after, after we can imagine Yosef's mindset could have been it wasn't because he was a tremendous tzaddik with amazing amuna, but it could have been. You know I asked this saramashkim to help me out to remind to remember me to paray, and here I am sitting here. It's a year has gone by, a year and a half's gone by. It's time to give up. All that time that Yosef could have felt that way, Paro is already having the dream that's going to lead to his redemption, right? And Yosef didn't give up. We have to remember that also that even though it feels dark now, sometimes some days feel dark, but our redemption is in the process. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, things are happening that we don't see, but the redemption, Hashem is always redeeming us. And the proof is that Chazal tell us, that the halaloch is, we, we say this bracha, El Yisrael, every single day, three times a day, with Hashem's name. We say that it's not a, we don't, Chazal wouldn't tell us to make a bracha that could be a bracha lavatola, which means it has to be 100% true. That Hashem is redeeming us. And we see this later on in the parsha also. When Yaakov sends the the sons, his sons, to go get food from Eretz Yisrael, from from Yisrael to bring back to Eretz Yisrael. So it says in Perak Membe'i's Pasakei, it says, that the, the sons of Yisrael, Yaakov's sons, came to buy... Uh, provisions from among the arrivals, because the famine was in Eretz Canaan, and the next Pesach, Pesach Bav, says, Yosef was the viceroy, the ruler over the land, he was the provider for all the people, all the people of the land, and they came before him, and they they bowed to him uh, with their faces to the ground, and the Kedush's scene of Babov so, so you're going to ask the question. He goes, "I don't understand. Why are you repeating this? We already know that there was a famine, and we already know that Yosef was the ruler. We know that there was a famine in the land. That's what we've been talking about in the parsha till here, and we know that Yosef was appointed the ruler. So why? Why? Did, it seems out of place here. We understand. It says a few psukim before that Yaakov saw that there was food in in Mitzrayim. So he sent. There was right. There was there was a there was a famine in the land. Right. A uh, few psukim before the end of the last parak says that there was a famine, and we know already that Yosef was the ruler. So why repeat it here? It doesn't. It seems to be not necessary at this point in the story. So he quotes a word from the Shem uh, Tov on the pasuk in in Tehillim in Paraklamet Zion pasuk of Gim Gimel May May Hashem Itzadei Gover kuninu vidarka which article translates by Hashem are the footsteps of a man established, and his way he shall favor. So the Baal Shemtev said on this that we very often see that people go, they travel far distances, or to, they go to crazy places for business, and they try certain, uh, certain, uh, certain methods to, to be successful in what they think is darka the way that they want uh, they, they think it should work out I'm going to invest in this business I'm going to do this thing this is going to be my Yeshua this is going to be my salvation but what ends up happening is it, it's revealed to them at the end that it's true that they were successful in this trip or in this effort, in these efforts that they made but in a way that they never thought of right? because as the beginning of the Pesach says they right? that by Hashem are the footsteps of a man Man established, right? That that even though darkly, he wanted you wanted a person invested in this thing because he thought that this this uh, business is going to do X for him. Turns out that that those moves he made brought him success, but in a way that he never even thought of says the Kedushan, see, and this was exactly what was happening here. The brothers went down to Mitzrayim. Why? Because it seemed, it appeared, that they were, that they were, uh, they were go- that the reason they were going down was because of the famine. The famine, right, in the last Pesach of the, of the, of the parak before says, Ki chazak harav that the famine was very severe in all of the land, right? That's why it looked, that's what it looked like to everybody, that why they were going down. And they went to go get food, to bring ho- food home to their, to their houses. But the truth is, why did they go go down it was really from from Hashem Hashem sent them down it was Shemayim that they went down so that they would re, be reunited with Yosef and all the things that would be revealed right so that's the that's the juxtaposition of this of these psukim that the Jewish people, it appeared that the Jewish people, that the, that the, I'm sorry B'nai Yisrael here is the, actually the children of Yisrael Yaakov's sons were going down lishbar in order to get food, that's what it appeared to be, uh, with everybody else amongst, that's what the Pesach says amongst all the other people who were coming down to get food, right, the other people were really coming to get food, and it looked like the Shvatim were going to get food also, that's what it looked like to them, that's what, what it looked like, because there was a famine in in Eretz Canaan. So the first Pasek, Pasek hay tells us what it looked like. This is why it seemed they were going down to Mitzrayim. But then the next Pasek tells us the truth. That why were they really going down? For Yosef who shalit aretz. Because Yosef was the, was the ruler of the land. He was the viceroy. But And, and, and it was, as the can tell him that we quoted before, Hashem that it was really Hashem who was, who was conducting, who was, who was taking them there. That, that Yosef should be able to reveal himself to them. And all the things that would were going to happen, some Subsequently, would happen. So we have to always remember that. And I think these two ideas go: the idea of we saw from the Tosharebi, and the idea we see here from the from the Bubba that we we very often we think we think that e- either it's hopeless, or I'm going to try this thing, or I'm going to try that that idea. And, and of course, we have to do our Ishtad list. That's always part of our job. But we have to always remember that Hashem is preparing geulas for us that we never thought of. The, the brothers, when they were going down to get food for their families, they never imagined in a million years that this was going to be the reunification of Kal Yisrael. They never realized what was going to happen here. Yosef had no idea that his geula, when he was in the when he was in the pit in Mitzrayim, was going to come through Paro's dream that Paro's already been having for two years. But the point is that we have to have a Muna, That Yosef had a The brothers, the brothers went down because that was the thing to do, even though we know Chazal tell us that maybe they had enough food, they didn't really need to go down, and Yaakov didn't want, all of this was orchestrated, and we, ne- we never lose, we have to never lose sight of that, we have to realize that even on the darkest days, there's Hanukkah light in our lives, there are candles lit, Hashem is lighting candles, Hashem is in- introducing dreams, and Hashem is getting us to go places because of reasons we think, but we never have, we, we should never put too much stock in those reasons, of course, we do our Ishtadlis, we, 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 we try to make a living, we Get, we get a job. We invest in a business, but we have to remember that Hashem has ways that we never even thought about—ways to bring about our personal redemptions, the rege- redemption of the Jewish people. Right? We watch the news and we say, "Oh, this seems like this cause is lost. How is how is how are the IDF ever going to figure out how to get control of Gaza?" We have to remember. Of course, they have to do what they have to do, and there are heroes for doing what they have to do. And everything. And Hashem chose them as the messengers, and therefore we daven for them, and we and we and we and we and we and we, and we know that they're doing everything, and we and we're and we're so proud of them but we also have to remember that there's so many ways that we can't see that Hashem is orchestrating things and there's light in the darkness and even if we can't see it there's light in the darkness and we have to we have to hold on to that and remember that there's a gu'ula coming and it's already being orchestrated and it's already in in the works and we just have to hold on to our amuna and to know that Hashem is taking care of everything and with that we should mirz Hashem see mirz Hashem the final Gula, the gu'ula that ends all the tsarists of Kal both on a national level and on a personal level the gu'ula Begula uh, Amitis from Harbi Amenu. I wish you all a great Shabbos. And if you're listening to this still on Chanukah, which you uh, probably will be, because Hanukkah goes right into Shabbos. So, Alichtigen Hanukkah, Freilichen Hanukkah, and only good things for all, Yisrael